Welcome to Divorce Stories with attorney Dennis Vetrano, the show for people that want real answers to real divorce questions from a real divorce lawyer. And now here's your host, attorney Dennis Vetrano. Hello again and welcome to Divorce Stories, uh, episode number eight. I'm your host, divorce attorney Dennis Vetrano. And remember, we'd love to hear from you. We'd love to answer your questions on our podcast. And you can email those to divorce stories podcast at gmail.com. So let's get right into it. The last episode, we went through all of your options, you know, four different options for divorce. We're going to delve a little bit deeper today into divorce mediation and answer some specific listener questions. So here goes. Here's the first question. So I arrived at a mediation. I got a final agreement. We have everything resolved, but it looks like I've gotten a bad deal. Can I now get a lawyer and go back through that process and renegotiate? Can I start over? Can I fix it? Well, uh, that's a bit of a complex question. As I said before, these divorce mediation agreements typically are drafted by your mediator, as you would expect. Not all mediators are attorneys, and not all mediators are experienced divorce attorneys. Now, generally speaking, when we draft a divorce agreement, it's ironclad. It's not something that you're going to turn around six months from now, a year from now, two years from now, and reopen it because you just decided you changed your mind. They're negotiated, arm's length agreement, and again, all of the requirements of the Domestic Relations Law, Child Support Standards Act, New York State Spousal Support Statute, they've all been met. We check every box there. So again, we had one of those, and and I'll share with you a little story. We had a case years ago where somebody tried to challenge our agreement. The result, the agreement was upheld, and we got attorney's fees. So um, again, I think these agreements, getting back to the original question, I think these agreements are only as reliable as the outfit or or the experience, knowledge, qualifications of the person who drafts it. So if your divorce mediator didn't do a good job drafting it, and, and really didn't have the appropriate language in there, could you get a lawyer now and reopen it? Well, good chance. And there are also very specific requirements under the law that, you know, again, if they're not met, you can reopen that agreement. Also, bear in mind, when you resolve a divorce case, whether it's through divorce mediation or litigation, and you negotiate a resolution, and it's reduced to writing, that written agreement formulates the basis for your judgment of divorce. So generally speaking, when you, when you resolve a divorce case amicably, again, through divorce litigation, through divorce mediation, or even through collaborative, you get your agreement. It is incorporated but does not merge with your divorce judgment, so it can be enforced not just as a contract, because your original divorce agreement is enforceable as a contract, It's also enforceable when your divorce is final as your judgment of divorce. So in this particular circumstance, if your agreement's resolved and it wasn't done properly and wasn't done fairly, first off, the judge might not even agree to sign it and incorporate it as part of the judgment of divorce because it wasn't properly drafted. But if let's say that it is and it now becomes part of your divorce judgment, now you essentially have a court order saying that the, uh, the terms of your divorce agreement is the basis for the court order. So, you know, if you have your divorce agreement arrived at through your mediator, and then you have your divorce judgment mirroring those terms, difficult to reopen that divorce judgment if that agreement has formulated the basis for the judgment. So, recap, 
If you have no divorce judgment yet and you just have the mediation agreement and it wasn't well drafted, can you reopen it? Fair, fair to good chance you can. Um, however, if it was properly drafted and then it becomes the basis for the divorce judgment and your divorce judgment is final, be pretty hard to reopen it. So here's the message here. here, here here's the underlying rub. Here's the learning experience. Have an experienced divorce attorney do your mediation. Have them draft your agreement, okay? And even when you do that, okay, I do divorce mediation. So in my divorce mediation retainer agreement, I strongly suggest that both parties have a lawyer of their choosing to represent them throughout the process. Does it mean they need to be present for every meeting with the divorce mediator, micromanage everything? No, it doesn't. But at least they'll know what facts are relevant, what the law is. You'll have somebody representing you specifically, okay? And they'll make sure that the agreement was done properly. They'll review it for you before it ends up as the basis for your divorce judgment and you get to a point then where you really kind of you really can't reopen it. So, um, so again, there are ways to do divorce mediation the right way. Um, I think that there are a lot of learning experience that that can be very costly for you if you don't do it the right way. So just make sure, please take my advice. If you're going to do the divorce mediation, have an experienced divorce attorney be your mediator and have them draft your agreement so that so that you can ensure that at least it's done properly. Make sure you have a lawyer representing you throughout the process so that your interests will be represented and it will be fair and then it becomes a basis for your divorce judgment and then it's all done and it's behind you and you have some sort of peace of mind that it was done properly. So as I said, we're going to be getting into questions about divorce mediation. I have one more question about divorce mediation. Can my husband request no child support through the mediation? Short answer to that question is yes. Now, bear in mind, step back. Divorce mediation, is it's all about trust. It's about on your honor. You have a divorce mediator who's a neutral in the middle, who's trying to assist, who is attempting to assist the two of you to reach an agreement. Do they represent either of you? No, and that's clearly set forth in my divorce mediation retainer agreement. I don't represent either party. I'm not trying to make sure that one side gets the best resolution they can or the other. That's why I suggest they have their own lawyers. So although the law may say that you should, there should be child support in that case, child support should lie, um, one side or the other can walk into that process and say, hey, I don't want to pay child support. Now, again, I think the most important thing you can do there because this is a mediator assisting the two of you in reaching an agreement, it's up to you to stand up for yourself. If you know you're entitled to child support and you know that's what's fair and that's what's reasonable, you need to say, although your husband may walk in and say, you know, I don't want to pay child support, you may have to step up and say, hey, you make $100,000 a year, I make twenty-five. The kids are with me 75% of the time. I'm going to insist on child support. Now, the mediator is going to try to reach a, help you reach a middle ground in that particular case. But again, I suggest the best way to do the divorce mediation, get an experienced divorce attorney as the mediator, and then each of you get your own lawyers to advise you, okay? Doesn't mean they're micromanaging the process. Doesn't mean it's a knockdown drag out. Doesn't mean you're changing divorce mediation to now your, one of your other options, which is divorce litigation. It's still mediation, but it's just done in a more comprehensive um, more responsible way, okay? So you can have the divorce mediator do a lot of the legwork, and then your lawyers can just assist you, guide you, give you some advice, and review the final agreement. 
Um, that's the best way to do divorce mediation. And, um, and again, it'll save you from having to be the person that stands up for yourself and has to put your foot down and insist that although your husband comes in and says they don't want to pay child support, they're going to have to do that because that's what the law provides and that's what's fair. So let's get into our last question about divorce mediation. And again, if, you, if it hasn't been clear throughout the, throughout the last two podcasts, I'm a huge proponent of divorce mediation. I just believe there's a right way to do it and a wrong way to do it, okay? Experienced divorce lawyer as a mediator, each have your own lawyers representing your interest. You can still be really efficient and do it the right way. So here goes the question. Can I request that the attorneys are not permitted to attend the mediation sessions? Basically, it says, can I request no attorneys at mediation? And short answer to that question is yes, and as a matter of fact, most mediation does not have the lawyers present. So if I have a case, okay, let's say I have a case and we're going back and forth with the lawyers, and it seems like there's a lot of back and forth. It's, it's your conventional litigation case. Many times what I'll do is suggest bringing in a mediator, not just to resolve, not necessarily resolve every issue, but even just one or two issues, because I find that a lot of the legwork of the back and forth between the two lawyers can be avoided if you have a mediator in the middle assisting the parties to reach an agreement. Now, does that mean I'm not advocating for my client? No. Does that mean they're not being advised throughout? No, of course they are. I'm giving them appropriate advice. I'm telling them what they need to do. I'm telling them what the law is. I'm telling them what's fair, applying their facts to the law, and then assist the mediator, have the mediator assist to find a middle ground. So um, typically, I would not be present for those sorts of things. I don't think it's necessary. Does it mean that your lawyer should be advising you throughout? Yes. Should they review the ultimate agreement? Yes. Um, should they kind of give you an idea as to what's fair before you go into the mediation session? Yes. Now, if I know my client, again, we'll go back to our example uh, earlier. If I know my client makes $25,000 a year and the person on the other side makes 100 and they don't really have any other viable income source and the kids are with them 90% of the time and then they walk out of that divorce mediation session with a handwritten agreement that says, oh, yeah, we agreed he doesn't have to pay me a dime or she doesn't have to pay me a dime, I'm going to say no. But that's why you have your lawyer. Your lawyer's there to insist that the ultimate resolution is fair. It doesn't mean you need to get the maximum. It doesn't mean you need to get every penny out of the other side. That's not what it means. What it means is your lawyer is there to advise you, guide you, and insist that the ultimate resolution is fair. And that's not really the job of the mediator. Remember, get back to the original point of the mediator. The divorce mediator is there as a neutral to assist you in reaching an agreement, okay? They're not there to give you necessarily give you legal advice. They're not there to insist that, that the resolution is fair to your side or the other side. They're not there to advocate for one side or the other. That's why you have an experienced divorce attorney as your mediator, and you each have your own divorce lawyers to make sure that the ultimate resolution is done properly, the agreement is drafted properly, and it's done fairly. Okay, so that concludes our episode number eight of going through some questions about divorce mediation. Again, if you have any questions you'd like to hear us answer on the podcast, email them to divorcestoriespodcast at gmail.com. Thanks again for tuning in, everybody.